Initiating startup sequence. You're listening to the Loud and Queer podcast, Australia's only national radio show by and for queer youth. I'm Mark. I'm 19. I I didn't like my my orientation, my orientation is pansexual, and uh, in terms of gender, still exploring that, but non-binary. Like, and I use they them their pronouns, but anything's fine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm 24. I'm trans feminine, and I'm bisexual. Nice. And so we've got a cool show coming up today. Um, obviously, there's some hip hop with whenever I'm hosting, so <laughs> you can look forward to a double whammy of Tyler the Creator later on in the show, um, and we'll also be talking about uh, a change, well, a call for change in laws regarding um, transgender people, and also later on we'll be talking about, uh, I guess, it's along the lines of queer mental health, but um, we'll get go into specifics when we actually speak about this. Um, but I think, Mark, did you want to um, announce the first song for today? Ah, uh, yes. So uh, the song that we'll be listening to now is a delightful song by one of my favourite uh, artists, uh, Jinx Monsoon and Absolute Jen, literally in some ways. Uh, just Me or The Gender Binary Blues. So much noise in the world. <laughs> that was Jinx Monsoon, uh, Just Me or The Gender Binary Blues. And it's such a lovely song and actually brings us right down to our first segment, which is on a... On something that I recently found, actually. Uh, so, recently, a couple of days ago, actually, the Australian New Zealand Professional Association for Transgender Health, or the ANSPATH, have submitted a letter in support of scrapping the mandatory divorce requirement for married trans people seeking to correct the sex on their birth certificate. So, right now, it's going to be reviewing to this law. It's currently underway in Queensland. And one person's actually changed the gender mark successfully to a non-Pacific New South Wales. And it's it's quite an interesting topic. Like 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 it's there's more to it. Like, for instance, the term transgender, like the organization actually uses it in a way it describes gender other than the one that matches the sex of sign at birth, which I feel like is something we should really discuss more. Like what do you what do you guys think about it? Uh Yeah, it's yeah, you know, like Anne's Path are an organization who Yeah, it's it's an organisation, predominantly medical professionals, mm. and when you are navigating that system, there is, you know, there are a lot more medical professionals now, for example, who do, you know, go out, like, do a lot of stuff specific to non-binary people and, you know, different standards of care there. But it's, you know, it is, and it's, as an institution and, like, the broader... Me- like healthcare institutions, very much, it's very binary. It's very, hey, all right, so you're trans and you were assigned male at birth, so you are a trans woman, or you were assigned female at birth and you're a trans man. There's very little room within a lot of medical standards Mm. to actually acknowledge that's not how it works for a lot of people. Mm. But... Um, the birth certificate thing's interesting, um, because this kind of ties into within Victoria, and as far as I know, there's been pushes for it in other states as well. Um, there's been quite a lot of 
push from at the state government level to change how birth certificate laws work in regards to the current kind of requirement in Victoria, just going from what I know, is I, if I wanted to have my birth certificate changed to, say, female, I would have had to have had uh, you know, sexual reassignment surgery. And that's fairly, like... The, so where I'm trying to think of where it's not the case, I'm pretty sure it's the ACT in South Australia. They have changed their laws around birth certificates so that it's just the same standard of evidence that is used for um, you know, get, changing your driver's licence or your Medicare card. Um, but still, not, I, as far as I know, neither, neither of them have systems to recognise non-binary people outside of um, Victoria, a couple of other places do have systems for a X on a birth certificate for intersex people, but that's primarily only offered for people who were identified as such at birth. They may have had to change their birth certificate 30 years later because of, you know, kind of coercive birth assignment stuff, which, you know, where intersex people, you know, kind of are the doctors have just decided that they're male or female because they think it's going to be easier. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, outside of those very limited processes, there's no system to account for non-binary people who don't wish to have male or female on their birth certificate. And, yeah, that's changing, obviously, with this New South Wales case as well. Like That's slowly beginning to change. I'm also interested as well, um, like because being a, a cisgender person, it's a bit like it's kind of a bit shameful. But I don't actually, I'm not um, very sort of aware of a lot of these issues. I sort of, um, I didn't even know that there was a mandatory divorce requirement. Mm. So where do where do you sort of usually source your information on these topics? Because like I think it is important for everyone in the queer community to to be aware of of these issues. Yeah. Um the Star Observers had a lot of good coverage on it recently, and there is bits and pieces that pop up in a lot of the mainstream media, especially in ABC. Yep. Um, you know, uh, it is something you, you do kind of start to just zone in on words where you're like, oh, that's relevant to me. Like, yep. um, the birth certificate stuff, I started following really intently when I changed my name on my birth certificate. Yep. And I was just like, I want to change my gender on my birth certificate. I can't without spending 60 grand on surgery that I don't particularly want. Well, that's not happening anytime soon. Um, yeah, and also there's people who have obst- like have health obstacles to surgery outside of the, you know, like the financial costs. There's people who want surgery who can't have it for other health reasons. And yeah. there's nothing to account for that. And yeah, if you want to get uh, change it and you are married at present you need to divorce despite the fact that we now have you know the definition of marriage changed legally and you know it they don't have a problem anymore if it's m and m married together or f and f married together if you want to change that you've still got to get legally divorced and then remarried it's insane yeah and with this review into the law in Queensland, I guess for all of you, like, are you 
optimistic that the re- the review will end up in some legal change or how what are your thoughts I think I saw I mean to to jump in here I saw discussions about this on online and obviously as a cis person myself I can't comment based on experience either but um I was just I was very taken aback by the split of antagonism and support towards these sorts of changes yeah. um and I mean, I'm hopeful and I hope for, I hope that I speak for a majority of people when I say that, I mean, there's only positive change that can come from this. I think it's very simple, in my mind anyway, mm. that um, it would be a lot. I don't see what others might argue is a complicated issue or what this might be complicating an issue any further. I feel like this is just the, the natural progression that, it, yeah, yeah it should happen. It's one of those things, I think, so Queensland has a unicameral parliament. They only have one house of parliament. And so in this case, that could be a positive thing in that they've only got to convince the Labor Party. Because the Labor Party currently control Queensland parliament. Um, in Victoria, there's the state Labor government, who are the current government of Victoria have been pushing for this for a long time, but they can't actually pass it because the upper house is controlled by the Liberals, who are opposed to it. Um, There's been similar things in the past in New South Wales and also in South Australia before they changed their laws, where a hostile upper house was what was preventing that, despite what the government was actually proposing and putting forth. They couldn't actually get it through both houses of parliament. Mm. Um... Yeah, obviously, there's a whole bunch of other things that come out of different parliamentary structures and whatever else, but this is one situation where I'm like, oh, that might, yeah, that might happen in Queensland because of that. That would be, it's definitely something I want to follow more intently. Sure. Yeah, and uh, that's all the time that we seem to have for this segment. Uh, So now we're going to be listening to uh, two more good songs, uh, Din of Rain by Sister Rosetta Tharp. Another one of my favourites are Jenny by Studio Killers, which I hope you all all enjoy. We just heard uh, Jenny by Studio Killers, and before that we heard Didn't It Rain by Sister Rosetta Tharp. Uh, I wanted to play Sister Rosetta Tharp this week because I read an article recently about her... Um, you know, it, Apparently it was an open kind of secret in the music industry at the time that she was bisexual. Like, mm. And she was a you know, early rock and roll musician in the late 40s and early 50s. So The godmother of rock, many called her. Would you believe it? A, a queer black woman was actually the <laughs> yeah. person who invented rock and roll. Pretty much. Mm. And she was amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, anyway, so today, uh, th- yeah, we are going to discuss... A bit of an interesting thing. So, on Friday morning, an anonymous user with an IP address associated with the Australian Department of Defence went onto the Wikipedia article on depression and deleted the section that referenced gender identity as sexuality. Then the same account also vandalised an article related to violence against LGBT people. Mm. Um, yeah, and... So we're just going to have a discussion. Why, why would you do that? <laughs> why? 
Also, what are you doing that at work for? I just also want to say, sorry, this is producer Jay just checking in. Allegedly, allegedly an IP address associated with the Federal Department of Defense edited a Wikipedia article about depression to remove the gay people from it. That's all from me. Thank you. Allegedly. Thank you, ominous Thank voice you, in the corner. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, like, my biggest thing when I saw this was, God, like, when when I'm messing around at work, I've got much more interesting things to do than vandalise Wikipedia. Yeah, I'd at least go to play solitaire first and instead of editing a Wikipedia page. Like, yeah, and it's just, um, I mean, we were chatting earlier on about how it just seems to be just another kind of jab. I think you used the word jab, Jay, and that, that really summed it up. It's just a cheeky kind of unnecessary jab at the queer community um, that we see a lot of, and sometimes we don't always catch, but we got this one. <laughs> <laughs> we got gotcha. you. Uh, I love the just the, the amount of Twitter accounts and different things just dedicated to edits and strange behaviour on different accounts and forums, mm. you know, the archiving weird tweets or strange <laughs> Wikipedia edits or... Yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate when you see that it's something vindictive, but I mean, editing Wikipedia pages is, is fun. I used to do that in school, but no, never in a way that was like this. This is just, uh, I don't like it at all. Makes mm. me sad. But, I, you know, I used to edit video game pages and edit myself in as a character in the video game. <laughs> That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I think once my brother, he went on to... Do you all remember Dr. Harry, the vet? Yeah. And for some reason, he thought it would be funny to change his height to, like, 10 foot and then just, like, noticed that it didn't get changed for, like, <laughs> I don't even know. And, like, he was amused for the weekend by that. And Incredible. <laughs> incredible. But, um, yeah, I just don't understand why someone feels the need to, to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the things that kind of came to mind is there's definitely... A lot of people whose kind of attitude is, oh, what homosexuality isn't a mental illness anymore? Well, you know, you're not allowed to complain about having any mental illnesses whatsoever if you're gay. Mm. Or, you know, same with regards to anyone else who's LGBTI. It's very much an attitude of you don't get to be this and also mentally ill. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, like, I'm, I'm, like, doing, like, a course of, like, healthcare pharmacies and that, and it's like... I've read a lot. I've researched stuff about this, and it's like just because you're this kind, like, like because like you're a still person, no matter like whether you're like 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 you identify certain cultures here and there, or like in my case, non-binary, like you're still a person, and people still have mental health. Like some people can have mental health illness, like issues, like illnesses. It's like it's something that just needs to be out there. Like mm. so, it's a human yeah. experience. Exactly, and we're all human. Um, on that topic, uh, if you are experiencing any difficulty with mental health or you know you just need someone to talk to at the moment, uh, you can call QLife on one eight hundred one eight four five two seven, or alternatively use online chat, which runs from three pm till midnight. Mm. And yeah, they are a great resource for you know seeking any support or just having somebody that you can talk to and ask questions and kind of get some advice. Especially and... for queer people. That's, yes. uh, yeah, that's um, 
QLife do really great work to, to be a resource for the queer community. Um, and yeah, it's good that we have those sorts of things to, to lean upon when, when these sorts of things happen, because they can be upsetting. But I think in this situation, we might take this instance that we've come across and, and maybe, maybe, I guess, not let it get us down. Because I, when I first saw this, I, the, my first reaction initially was, oh, this sucks. And then yeah. having a laugh about it, going, ah, oh, that's my, not so my, bad. My first reaction was just, this has got to go yeah. up there with all of the other terrible, hilarious Wikipedia edits that <laughs> exactly, yeah. have come out of government agencies. Yeah. Um, What's another one? Oh, there's been instances of people in Parliament House just getting done for just really silly vandalism. <laughs> you know, just putting in funny words... <laughs> changing like changing details in info boxes and giving people fake nicknames and <laughs> all the things that you used to do in high school. Yeah. Uh, just, Until your seems... high school got collectively banned from editing Wikipedia, oh. which Hals did every year. Really? That's shocking. We had a meme page in high school that got shut down, but I don't know that anyone ventured into Wikipedia as like I think that was a cult thing. Yeah, we we, we had a meme page that, that got Did shut you? down, yeah. and I think a couple of people got suspended over because it was not a very uh, it was a rather unkind meme page. Oh dear. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Oh yeah, oh, the burn <laughs> <book>. <laughs> uh, we yeah also um, a couple of people in my year started a web forum which. The high school tried to shut down but didn't realise they couldn't really shut down just a website that was hosted by, like, that somebody was hosting themselves. Really? Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, because they And it was all anonymous. Right. And they were making a lot of threats. And at the same time, there's a lot of people just kind of standing there like, we know who's doing this. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's easy to hide behind a keyboard if you think you're... You're safe and anonymous, but... That's definitely something I'm sure we all have experience with. Oh, for sure. Mm. For sure. Like, I mean, it's kind of refreshing to know that politicians, they do mess around at work, but <laughs> if it wasn't at yeah. the expense of our community, like, yeah. I'd feel a little bit uh, better about it. But, um, yeah, I just... I guess it's just sort of one of those things that we can't let it... Like you were saying, Erin, we just can't let it get to us. Yeah, I like, guess don't We're better than it, yeah. so... Yeah. Um, we just keep doing our thing. Laugh at them. Uh, laugh, laugh, in, them. laugh in the face of, of these, this anonymous IP address, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Water <laughs> off a dog's back. Yes. Yes. Exactly. As, yeah. as the saying goes. Indeed. <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll be ready for our next couple of songs. I believe so. Yeah. So um, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation, and we've got a couple of Tyler the Creator songs coming up. Uh, first up, we have See You Again. Yeah, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. That was After the Storm by Kali Uchis. Kali Uchis, I think. Yeah, Kali Uchis, uh, featuring Tyler the Creator and Bootsy Collins. And before that, we heard See You Again by Tyler the Creator. Nice double whammy of Tyler there. Thank you to him. Right on. (laughs) And I think now we're frothing or nodding. So who wants to begin? I can begin. Yep, go for it. So... I've had several froths, but I'm actually going to go with yesterday because the whole day was a froth, but a very unexpected one. See, it started out of me just sleeping in for once, and, like, I was going to spend the day just, you know, sleeping, studying. Then I was like, wait, isn't it... There's got, I have a friend who's doing improv, like, this showcase thing, this weekend, and I was going to see they're going to do it, like, this weekend. And I did, 
they're going to do a 220. And I was like, still home at 12 o'clock. And I was like, oh gosh, I've got to get ready in two hours. And I'm still in my pajamas. <laughs> so like, I did that. I got ready, got there. And I saw his show. It was great. Then apparently his dad had a show. And I was like, okay, I'll stay for his show. <laughs> so I stayed for that. And then uh, my producer, Jay, over here, uh, had their show. So Shame. <laughs> <laughs> so I stayed for their show and for a couple of others. And then that uh, that friend I referred to before, they were uh, doing this thing, like, like, like later on, like, at that same place or seeing this other person with their dad like like and so I joined them and then we had dinner afterwards at this like Italian place that's called the Waiters Club or something or I don't know, it's it's that's what they called it. So like the whole day was basically a big improv froth and like I'm still frothing off of it. Oh, I, oh, I would love to go to see more like improv shows. I just I need to to do that. I think. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Jay. Yeah. <laughs> one thing's for sure, I'm going to improv one way or another now. So. Awesome. <laughs> and how about our guest presenter? Erin? Oh, my next. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So this is a. I guess it's more of an accumulative froth over the last couple months. But I've I've been working on a project lately. Um, anyone who knows me knows that I'm a big fan of uh, professional wrestling. Um, yeah, and I get the looks normally who are like, oh, gross, um, upon initial reaction. <laughs> but but, <laughs> but I'm really excited to, to launch this thing I've been working on because I've been speaking to a bunch of um, female-identifying wrestlers in Australia and New Zealand um, and just working on some profiles on them and trying to shine a light on the incredible women's wrestling and um yeah anyone who's not a dude in wrestling scene essentially um yeah and I've been speaking to a lot of incredible people uh who've been very inspiring I've been speaking to local wrestlers such as um a friend of mine Erica Reed, who is an indigenous woman I'm speaking to her perspective in wrestling and how she got involved and then I've also been speaking to um Candy Lee who is a um, transgender woman who's currently the women's champion in her home promotion in New Zealand, um, Auckland. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I've been, been chatting to a bunch of inspiring women and, and female-identifying people who, who um, have really, yeah, made me feel a part of a community that I'm really glad to be a part of in, in wrestling. Um, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to yeah. seeing the same oh, awesome. product. Thank you. Because yeah. that sounds It's fantastic. Amazing. It's really... Uh, it's a really uh, different perspective on wrestling that it doesn't get a lot of light because I think when people think of wrestling, it, it can be very much a boys' club um, from the outside, and it's often not. It's not often that you get to see some of the incredible women who work behind the scenes and the incredible people, um, the non-binary people as well that I know, who work very hard to to make this passion of theirs, their career and and their life and their art that they live for. Um, so I'm excited to launch that, which should be in the next couple of days. Um, and I'll be smashing that on, on my social medias and such. But um, the name is Bronco Busters is, is the name of the website. Um, and it's a play on words of the, the wrestling move that um, was generally assigned to women as a bit of a comical slash sexual innuendo. Um, and, yeah, we're just going to bust the myth that women are just, you know, the, the eye candy of, of wrestling. That Yeah, they're out there and they're killing it. Excellent. Yeah, that's me. All right. <laughs> this week, I am frothing the fact that I actually went to a party. I've, I've decided I haven't been to a party in a long time. <laughs> like, not like a big house party with lots of people and people drinking and 
you know, it's actually like less than, it's more than five minutes from my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so last night I had a great night with a bunch of my friends and I'm very tired today because I went to sleep at 3.30 in the morning. But, you know, uh, you need that sleep. I really, mm. yep, yeah, just appreciated good company and a really nice time. Awesome. And, yeah, Dan? Sounds like a good weekend. Um, well, funnily enough, one of my best friends, um, Jordy, he had just a little shindig for his birthday this week as well. And um, I'm frothing his little dog. He's got a new dog Aww. called Bruno. Um, he's, I think he's like a staffy crossed, like, red heel or something like that. Oh, I love staffies. Very, very cute dog. And just, like, in the middle of the party, just fell asleep on the couch like a little baby. And <gasps> my little heart just melted. Aww. I don't know if we have any other dog fans in the room, but... Um, I love a dog. That was a nice yeah. little froth for this week. Um, and I guess also leading on to our next song, one of my froths as well is that Janelle Monet dropped her album uh, this week. Then Dirty Computer, is that the name of the album? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm really frothing that. I actually haven't listened to their... Um, the album the whole way Neither, through yet. No, but I'm very keen I'm to. Very I've keen. Very I'm sure things. that old presenter Lisa would be very keen as well. Um, shout out to her if she's listening. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to throw it out now. Um, you're listening to uh, Loud and Queer on Sin Nation and this is Django Jane by the one and only Janelle Monet. <laughs> And that was Travelling Light by Taylor Quelly featuring Edson Pack mm. and produced and co-written by our boy Kay Trinata. Are you, are you still vibing here? I'm vibing. I'm vibing. I can't hear it, but Just I'm vibing. Going. Yeah, I can't hear it either. All the vibes. <laughs> and um, uh, before that, we had... Come on, Jay, calm down. <laughs> and before that, we had Django Jane by Janelle Monet. Um, two songs that I froth, um, artists that I froth as well. Um, there's a cool little live performance of Travelling Light actually on, I think, I don't know, just YouTube, but you can find it yourself. I'm too tired to <laughs> find where it is. <laughs> but there's a nice little live performance of that song where they're all vibing out. Katra's on his decks in the background just dancing away. It's a nice little song. But, um, yeah, we're kind of drawing to the end of our show. Um, does anybody have anything they wanted to, I don't know, throw out there or... <laughs> Have we all got exciting weeks coming up? Ooh. Not really. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be in Queensland next weekend. Oh, so. nice. Nice. Yes. Um, yeah. She so. Back. <laughs> <gasps> I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Uh, but, yeah. When, when are you coming back? Uh, oh, like next Monday. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going I'm to miss the show this, uh, you know, going to miss the next show, unfortunately. Mm. Oh, but. Sad. Yeah. No, but you're coming back at least. I'm yeah. just, just a quick break. Oh, what? Yeah. So is Dan. I w- yeah. Wait, I, oh, yeah. I also don't hear next well, week. Well, yeah, next week I'm going to be at Groove in the Moo, um, which I'm also Ooh. reviewing for Sin, which is exciting. Um, awesome. So, yeah, mm. I'll make sure to share that. So I've had Sin reviews as well, so you can see Dan's review when it does come yeah. out. And ch- like check out all the other cool reviews that are up there as Obviously. well. Obviously. Yeah, we have <laughs> lots of cool ones. Um, is it a yeah. it Bendigo one? Or? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, the I think today's the Canberra one. Yeah, right. 
Um, I know our girl Miri, she's doing the photography at that one there. Uh-huh. And then I can't remember who the other people were at the other Groovin. I'm not sure if we're representing, if we're being represented at the other Groovins or not. But I know it's a couple of people. I think we may be, but I yeah. don't want to say any names because I don't Just know. Just in case them. I get it wrong. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's all like, very exciting. Um, yeah, so that's sort of my, will be my highlight of this coming week. Yeah. <sighs> I'm tired because I'm I'm just working <laughs> like a dog right now. I'm saving for a, for a trip to Japan in a, in a month's time. Nice. So I'm going, heading to Tokyo for four weeks um, to do some some writing, travel journalism workshops. Um, That's so cool. Refine my skills. Yeah, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, but that that sounds really interesting. Like, yeah, I've been to Tokyo actually. Oh, like, have you? It's yeah, my, my first like, time. Yeah, like it. You have a lot of fun there, I'm oh, sure. Good. I'm so. lo- I'm looking forward to it. I've always wanted to go, so I'm glad I finally get the chance to now. Very fortunate. Nice. And um, so, if you want to catch this episode um, later in the week, about Wednesday, you can uh, get the podcast at Stitcher, Omni, or iTunes. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook at the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria, um, and we also we are also on Twitter um, at Sin Loud. That's S Y N L O U D. If you feel like it, you can follow me on Twitter, um, Danny P. Hick. Did you, any of you want to plug your Twitters? Yeah, uh, I'm at in, Invisible E-V-I-E. So, Invisible E-V. Yeah. And I'm trying to crack 400 followers here, people, so help me out. <laughs> um, my, my Twitter is at Ezzetweener. That's E-Z-T-W. Double E N E R. That's it's a horrible handle. I need to change it. Maybe that's what's stopping me from getting the four hundred. Who knows? But that's me. Yeah, I rarely use my <laughs> my Twitter, but like if you want to go see that uh, at Mark D, I think it's one nine six nine eight. That's oh, you're one of those like random numbers. Twitters. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. yeah. Literally the my my birthday like my ninety eight and then a random number. Oh, so you're ninety eight, baby too. Yes. Ooh, guys. Oh, you make me feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, maybe go for, everyone go follow Mark as then they'll start tweeting and then they might bypass Erin with her 400 followers. You never oh, know. Bit of competition accepted. in the Loud and Queer family. I like family. a bit of a challenge. I like it. <laughs> All right. Look, I think I'm done. So. <laughs> <laughs> everyone have a nice week. Yeah, everyone have a yeah. nice week. We're going to end the show with um, I Need a Woman to Love Me by Kesha. Oh, tune. See you later. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. hear Loud and Queer streaming live on SinNation at sin.org.au. You can find more of our episodes on Omni, SoundCloud and iTunes. Our podcast music is by accident. You can find more of her music on Bandcamp. You can find us on Facebook in the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria and find us on Twitter at SinLoud. <laughs>